Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. Magic Mike Ferrara, episode number 90, and it's Wednesday night, and that means it's time for the hottest wrestling talk around. It's time to talk with me, Magic Mike. 
Pro Wrestling Now. But before we do that, I just want to say that, you know, welcome to my show, and we are Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network. Now, if you don't know what Totally Driven Radio Network (laughs) is about, then uh, why don't you guys head on over to TotallyDrivenTV.com. Right there is where you'll be able to see all these episodes and shows and stuff like that. But I also want to let you know that we have a free subscription. That's right, free. Right now on, how about this, iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, and of course, right now, live on Blog Talk Radio. But we have some of the greatest hosts and stuff. And we're we're just all over the place. Totally Driven Radio um, this week announced that they will be taking part with Liberty All-Star Wrestling. Um, We're also getting into concerts and stuff like that. And I'll be giving you guys uh, some details about that in just a short. Also, tonight, the number to call here is 718-508-9883. We are ready to rock. And uh, I'll tell you what, right now, we're going to take a phone call. Let's see who we got right here. Hello, you're live on Pro Wrestling Now at Magic Mike Ferrara, number 90. Hello. Hello, how are you? Uh, Caller, your name, please. Uh, I'm calling from Florida, and you know who this is? Yeah, well, I know who this is, but the world, uh, you know, my 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 listeners probably doesn't know. Well, I'll I'll tell you if the world doesn't know who this is, this is a good friend of mine. Her name's Maria. She is a lifelong wrestling fan, just like myself. Am I correct? Woo! Yeah, that's right. Hey, everybody, how you doing? All right. So, <laughs> uh, so how so how's everything in sunny Florida? Oh, here is nice and beautiful. I love the weather here. I love the people here. It's very nice. Uh, that's cool. Over here in Staten Island, New York, it's uh, cold tonight. But, again, I love the weather over here. I'm a cold person, so uh, I like the weather. But let's not talk about the weather. Let's talk about – actually, you want to talk about the weather. How about how, – how hot has it been right now for the WWE? It's been pretty hot, right, if you're a wrestling fan? Yeah, yeah. Last night on SmackDown, you know, when I saw Mickey James interfere the match between uh, Alexis Bliss and uh, uh, Becky Lynch, I was like, wow, I'm surprised, you know. And nobody got it coming that she was going to be on Raw, you know. But with the spread of rumors, you know, on social media, I was yeah. like, wow, you know, I had to share the, the links. And I was surprised that she went to WWE, you know? Well, I'll tell you what. I wasn't surprised that she went to, uh, well, she was going to WWE. She was in WWE. She actually wrestled uh, at TakeOver in November. So she was already. She was in NXT, and she she wrestled for the the title over there against Oscar. And that was a good uh, match. Yeah, and that was a really good match. But you know what? That's the whole beauty part of prizes. Um, you never know what's going to happen. 
I personally, mm-hmm. I liked it. I love, I, I love seeing uh, Mickey James. I think she got skinnier, yeah. and I also, she looks good. But I like her with Alexa <laughs> Bliss, and I like her heel. I think she works best when she's a, uh, a heel, or as people say, a bad guy or woman. But I, I like it. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's comparing her to Hillary Clinton, and I'm like, wow, you know, it's crazy, Who? you know. Who are they comparing Harley her to? Harley Quinn. Uh, Lisa Bliss. Quinn. Everybody, everybody's complaining a little Bliss to um, Harley Quinn. Oh, Harley Quinn. Yeah. Wow. I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. That's a that's a funny uh, that's a funny comparison. But I tell you what though. Take out social media. Take out all these rumors. You don't want, you know, I was but, always taught never believe anything that you read unless unless you definitely know it's true. And you know what? Right. It, like, 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 you know, like future Hall of Famer, Kurt Angle, it's true. Yeah. Kurt Angle's going into the right. Hall of Fame. But there's, there's so right. much to talk about. Let's stick with the topic, though. Let me ask you the question. Do you like... Okay. What you saw last night with Becky, I mean, yeah. What, do you like what you saw with Becky Lynch? Um, where it's yeah, where I, it's going? I, I, yeah, I like the match. I like I like the matches from last night. It was good. It was awesome. You know, Shane McMahon. Yeah, Shane I mean, McMahon is making Shane McMahon is making WWE better than Stephanie McMahon. You know, and I believe yeah. that Shane McMahon should be a manager a full-time manager for Raw and SmackDown, you know? Right. Well, I, I think Shane McMahon should stick to where he is on SmackDown. I think I don't think yeah. he should take over Raw. I think it's yeah. a – I think it's a – I think, listen, for Vince McMahon, and, you know, it's a win. He has both his kids running different brands. Um, you know, it, it it's a win. But, you know what, we uh, we shall we shall see and, and you know, we'll, we'll see – where that goes, but uh, hold on yeah. the line one minute, Maria. Don't go nowhere. I'm gonna put you on hold. Hold on one second. Okay. All right. Let me see what we got. Hold on. We got. Okay. Let's see who this is. Hello. Caller, caller, you are live right now on Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike for our episode 90. Yo, Mike. It's Andrew. How you doing, man? Hey, what's up, man? How's it go- going? Hello. Good. Uh, What happened? I wanted to call for a little bit, but no, I finally got on, so. (laughs) All right, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, anyway, uh, you know, uh, I know you have a podcast as well. Uh, You could plug your podcast. Oh, thanks. It's uh, Wrestling IQ 101. You can find it on YouTube right now, so. (laughs) Okay, good. All right, so uh, I'm going to go back. Listen, I'm going to go back. On, uh, I'm gonna go. I gotta go and do this. Gotta put. All right. So now I have Maria and I have Andrew on the line with uh, with me right now. I have the bolties on, and uh, you can say hello to each other. How you doing? Hey. <laughs> How you all doing? Right. So I'm doing all right. Thanks for asking. All right. So anyway, so we were just talking about last night's SmackDown. And Maria mm-hmm. brought up a good point. Maria brought up a point about Shane McMahon. He's doing a great job okay. with SmackDown, and she feels that he should be the uh, you know for both. She he should run for both brands. So, what do you think? 
What do you think about 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 that, uh, Andrew? Um, I like. I don't really mind it. You know, the the storylines are secondary to me most of the time. Uh, usually, I try to look at the matches before I look at the the storyline. So, but I mean, Stephanie doesn't bother me. I mean, it's kind of old where she's been on Raw for what now last couple of years, but um, I mean, and also I mean, SmackDown's a little like. Uh, they pander too much. They got Daniel Bryan and Shane coming at the same time. So, um, yeah. so, so, you know, uh, and that would be the same for Raw. They have been, I was going to say that would be the same for Raw. They have Mick Foley and Stephanie. And, uh, I, right. I think it works. And I was going to say, I think it, I think that, that works, but here's another thing. And this is for both of you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Monday night raw is Monday night raw is, is, is good. Okay, but last night mm-hmm. Shane McMahon made a major announcement, and the major announcement for everybody that didn't didn't hear it was right. Well, you heard about it. I seen it live. I don't know if Andrew did, but but I tell you what, they're already they're already gearing up for um for the next pay per view, um which is the fa- the fast lane and uh, WWE fast lane, and last night in Memphis Shane said that. They're going to be doing an elimination chamber uh, match, so that that that's really uh, that's really good timing for the WWE. At least now they could plan for it, and it's not like some of these pay per views are just thrown together, you know. Mhm. Well, I'm a little partial towards the chamber because I was at the first one in Madison Square Garden. So, anytime that thing come around, I'm I'm a big fan of it. So. <laughs> Yeah, you seen you so said you seen it. Uh, you you were there in uh, you were there in two thousand two. Yeah, I was there in two thousand two, November. I think it was seventeenth, two thousand two. Yep, and, I uh, was there. I was there as well. I was <laughs> there as uh, I was where I was there as well. Actually, I uh, it's so funny because I got my tickets um on that Friday, which was weird mm-hmm. because for some strange reason the WWE wasn't selling out pay per views, and I actually got my tickets, and I was wondering about what I was going to see. I've never, you know, Eric Bischoff made the, the whole announcement, and I was shocked with what I've seen. Um, so so with that being said, Maria, did you like the Elimination Chamber match when you seen it um, for Survivor Series? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I always watch pay-per-view matches, and I liked it. Right. Well, that, I mean, and and of course, you know, of course, those the participants in that uh, were just outrageous. I mean, you know, best, Shawn Michaels, that was the best one. Shawn Michaels coming, yeah, Shawn Michaels coming back, uh, RVD, um, Triple H, Kane, uh, Booker T, Jericho. Mike, mm-hmm. you remember Shawn Michaels the, with those brown tights? Yeah, and the and the those, and, those the, uh, and the hair. Right, and the hair and the hair and the whole deal and that and that of course came uh, off of that actually came out of the feud that they started uh in two thousand two when Michael came back. But you know, yeah. but going back but and that's the history with wrestling and a lot of wrestling fans probably if you listen to the show seven one eight five oh eight nine eight eight three, I'm joined by two of my friends. What well, one of them I met actually at a Jersey All Pro Wrestling event, um in November, and if you guys haven't checked that out, just go to jap.net, and uh, and and that's uh, and you'll get all your Jersey All Pro 
wrestling. We're, that's big right here, you know, for the tri-state in, in New Jersey area. Um, and then, of course, uh, a friend of mine that I met from Facebook, Maria, uh, you know, we talk about okay. wrestling. We love wrestling. You know, yeah. I'm saying we all love wrestling, and Maria's in Florida. Yeah. I'm in Staten Island. I know Andrew's in Jersey. So it's a good combination for for the show, you know, to talk your favorite your favorite um, about wrestling and stuff. But like I was saying, I think that the WWE is doing a great job pushing I, I, I like when they they get they give you time to get ready for the pay-per-views. Right. Um, like right, right now, so now we know, we basically know that Fastlane's coming up and we know the Elimination Chamber is going to be um, in that spot. So we actually know one match. Now, Fastlane, that's going to be a smack. Is that a SmackDown pay That's a SmackDown pay-per-view, right? Right. Andrew or Maria? Uh, I, was it a... Did they announce it? it was I think so. SmackDown? I, yeah, then well, it was it. on SmackDown. I gotta, I gotta check. Uh, I gotta check. You know what's funny? Again, in 2000, and I believe, yeah, it was 2002. That's mm-hmm. when they did, they did the, the Raw split, and then they decided to do all these uh, things, and then they brought the draft back, which I was, I was happy about. But the problem that I think a lot of people have about the draft is, if you're a fan of a certain wrestler. They're going to be on mm-hmm. SmackDown. They're going to be on Raw. So it's kind of hard um, to tell. Do you guys like the brand? How do you guys like the brand split? Well, I like I, it. I, well, uh, I don't know. But I like, Maria, I like let it. Let Maria go first, Andrew, and then you'll, yeah. you can yeah, answer. Go ahead. Go ahead, Maria. <laughs> um, I like, so far, I like all the brands. There's nothing wrong with it. No, okay. Andrew, go ahead. Um, I thought in the beginning they were a little weak uh, for both rosters, but also I'm not a big fan of the every pay-per-view every two weeks. I kind of like when each month everyone gets their own pay-per-view a month. So um, I kind of feel like i got to rush to watch you know, each pay-per-view every you know, two pay-per-views right. a month. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes three with NXT. Now, so. <laughs> right, right, okay. Uh, so, so that's so you're not a fan of that. Now, here's the, the the best part about that, and and this is you know, and there's no right or wrong answer, but I'll tell you what. In 2002, when they decided to have the you know the, the draft and they did the whole thing, I used to get pay-per-views. I used to get the big ones, because you know, let's face it, there are a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? You get you're getting a lot. There are a lot of there were a lot of money. I mean. Thirty-four ninety-five at the time, whatever it was. So you know, maybe I missed an in, maybe I missed a no way out, or maybe I missed a backlash, or maybe I missed you know something like that. But the thing that I love about this is, I the more pay-per-views they have, the better. Because I'll tell you, I'll tell you my reason. Because for nine nine for nine ninety-nine, you can't go wrong. You can watch every pay-per-view, anytime, anything, you know what I'm saying? So give me more, give me more pay-per-views, you know, and I don't care if as long as it's, sorry, go ahead, Maria. You can watch it, you can watch it on the phone, you can watch it on the iPad, on the computer, you can watch it never, anytime, anywhere, you know? Yes, and you can watch, and you can watch any, and you can watch any pay-per-view. 
at any time. So you know what I think? I think the WWE is doing a good job. Um, you know, like what we were just saying, you know, sometimes I, I, I think I think sometimes they get lost in the shuffle. Um, again, going back to when we were kids, I mean, we had the big four. And the big and, and the big four um was WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble, I mean I'm sorry, WrestleMania, Survivor Series, uh, Royal Rumble and SummerSlam. And we didn't see and let's see how good you guys are. I'll give a trivia question. The the prize is gonna be nothing, but that's all right. The prize is gonna be me still talking to you guys on the air. But if you get it right or wrong, I'll I'll ask the question. When when was the first besides the the first four? When did when did the WWE decide to add another pay per view? And what was the pay per view called? I answer. Uh, it was in your house in ninety five, I believe. That's right. It was in your house ninety. It was in your house in ninety five, and okay. it was it was it, yeah you you got it. And it was it was what do you call it? it was such a different feel, you know. And back then, again, like I said, you had to tape it, you had to buy it, and and it was nineteen ninety five. I believe the price was like nine nineteen ninety five for them, and uh, it's just like look at look at the evolution a pay-per-view then, and look at it now. I mean, it's with everything. I mean, every wrestling organization somehow has a subscription. WWE, um, you know, uh, New Japan Wrestling has one. ROH has one. Combat Wrestling Zone has one. I mean, there's so many to choose from. It's, it's, a, uh, it's, it's amazing. But I do, I do like um, where, the w, where the WWE is going. Um, and I like the fact that they changed some of the pay-per-views. I like that they named it Fastlane. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, it's good. Hey, Mike, would, would I, you don't, I don't know. Sometimes? I don't know if this true or not. I don't know if this true or not. But I heard rumors that um, WWE is gonna pull Impact Wrestling, you know, videos like video shows, whatever. They're gonna put it on WWE. Well, they're gonna... I don't know that true. Well, there's a rumor. Huh? There was a rumor. There was a rumor about that. There was a rumor that WWE was interested in buying, um, in buying TNA. But I think that rumor is done because TNA is is going to be owned by a, uh, a a different company. Andrew, you wanted to say something? Yeah, like, um, would you agree that maybe sometimes uh, less is more? You know, because yeah, remember back when they first did the pay per view. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, less is more, but but again, you know, in the in the market, in the market, uh, and I and I hate. I'm not, and I'll tell you, I'm not ashamed to say it. I cannot stand Ryback. Ryback, I cannot stand him. But in 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 the case of Ryback, I'll say this: feed me more, more wrestling, more. <laughs> I, I agree with what you're saying. Less is more, but you know what? But you know what? If the WWE has the chance. To put on, you know, pay per views, and they, and they, and they, you know, and and it's good. I mean, I say, why not? I mean, that's how I feel about it. it this elimination chamber is going to be so cool, and I and, and I like the. I, I think that both paper. I think up to now, both uh, both teams good job with their pay per views, um, and the talent too. I think the talent is in uh, is is important in how you use the talent. Um, but 
Maria, what do you think about um, WWE pay-per-views? Should there be more or should there be less? What do you think? I think there should be more. Okay. Because back in the 80s, back in the 80s, they used to have this this uh, pay-per-view called In Your House. No, that was I the remember 90s, Maria. 90s, 90s. Yeah, 90s. Yes. Yeah. Right. And I remember mm-hmm. with uh, Shawn Michaels slam Marty Jannetty against the window. And on that, no, that was Royal. Was, yeah, that was right. That was uh, what do you call it? that? Was Royal Rumble? That was uh, yeah, that was uh, that was on the barber shop actually. That was uh, yeah, right. when Shawn Michaels, right? Shawn Michaels, um, he decided they were gonna make up. We thought the Rockets were gonna make up, and uh, Bruce, I think that was Bruce the Barber Beefcake's best barber shop ever. Yeah, I have to agree. <laughs> I think that was his best barbershop ever. Although I did like the one, uh, I did like the one when when he hosted and Psycho Sid was on. When Sid turned Psycho, and uh, and um, what do you call it? Sid was covered uh, in shaving cream because he busted up the barbershop, and that was a uh, that was a, that was definitely a good one. But before you guys say anything, yeah. I just got to say this. This is Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode 90, right here on Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network. Get driven, stay driven. Um, yeah, So we, and we do have driven um, wrestling fans. All right, so now let's change the topic because I, I want to change the topic. Superfly Jimmy Snooker. He passed away um, this Sunday, and Tamina Snooker tweeted, uh, I love you, Dad. Forever, my world. Rest well. Families are hashtag rest well. Hashtag families are forever. Hashtag best dad. Hashtag Snooker legacy um, from her Instagram. And there was a picture of her holding his his, his hand. And uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you before you guys give your responses. I how I found out was I was on my Facebook, and uh, everybody knows there's a wrestler. He's he's very well known right here in the Jersey tri-state area, and he's mm-hmm. he's known all over, I should say as well. His name is the Reinforcer, Andrew Anderson, and Andrew Anderson was partially trained by Jimmy Snooker. He was trained by Jimmy Snooker, oh, wow. and and he and he called Jimmy Pops, and he loved uh, loved Jimmy Snooker. So, um, of course, you know, of course, how how uh, us fans got to know Jimmy because, you know, of, of his, uh, you know, from his wrestling and stuff. But I'll go around the, uh, I'll go around the, the little table that we have set up here with Maria and uh, Andrew. And uh, Maria, we'll go, you go first. And uh, do you, so what were your thoughts on the passing of Jimmy Snooker? When I, when I find out, when I look at the Instagram on Sunday and find mm-hmm. out from Tamino that her father, you know, passed away. I got very emotional and I was crying because Jimmy Snooker, he was a great wrestler of all time. And, you know, all the matches that he done for WWE, you know, is it was amazing. And, you know, he's going to be missed by all his friends, his family, his fans, you right. know. But, 
On right. the other hand, we have negativity. We have a lot of people well, well, talking negative not, about. Well, listen, the negative, negative. Listen, we're not talking negative on the show, so let's not even talk about right. negative. But, but let Andrew go next. Andrew, what was your thought on the passing of uh, Jimmy? I, I got questions, so we're going to keep the ball rolling. I do have questions. So, one of the things mm-hmm. that I wanted to know, Andrew, from you uh, is what was your thought on the passing of Jimmy Snooker? Okay. Well, first off, I met him. Uh, like yeah, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into the Met because I got a couple of Jimmy Snooker stories. So let let's yeah. skip the Met. I'll ask you when you met him if you met him. Yeah. Well, let's skip so, that. What was your thoughts on Jimmy Snooker's passing? Uh, his passing. Uh, I mean, you know, it's terrible when anybody passes away. Um, you know, I'm just hoping you know he's in good hands and uh, wherever he is. Um, you know, it, he was a pioneer, and he really changed the game of wrestling. Him and you know, him and Roddy Piper, him and uh, Don Morocco. So, um, you know, it was a little bit surprising uh, that his passing. Um, you know, he was ill, like anybody. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he, he really uh, he changed the game uh, for for wrestling. So, uh, I mean, I mean, uh, I don't know if his legacy will be tarnished, but. Um, but he definitely uh, he definitely changed the game when it really needed to be changed. So, yeah, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you know, we're not going to talk about the tarnishing. I, I, I refuse. And, you know, being this my, this is my show, I, I, oh, I put out something on Facebook about, you know, anyone could call and talk about Jimmy Snuffer, but it's got to be positive. And, and, you know, his legacy is not going to be tarnished. I mean, you know, something happened years ago. We don't have to revisit it on this show, and I won't. But anyway, let let let's just let me tell you about my thoughts on the passing of, of Jimmy Snuka. To me, I was um, I like I always say, I I started liking wrestling probably about 1982, and I remember Jimmy Snuka wrestling in in '83. And I remember him and Andre the Giant having tag team matches against the Samoans, the Wild Samoans, Alfred Sika. And I remember... Yeah, I remember um, those matches. Right. And I remember Jimmy Snooker used to jump off of Andre's shoulders. And it was the greatest thing that I've ever seen. And then, of course, you know, then, of course, uh, you know, he had some great battles for the Intercontinental title. And then the thing he did with um, Piper's Pit. And he, you know, and you guys could see it. You know, anybody could Google it if you don't know what we're talking about. But wrestling fans know. But anyway, so to me, that's what what got me to be a fan. I mean, Jimmy Snooker was the Superfly. Whenever I heard, and then you know, of course, he came back. You know, in in '89, and we heard the Super Super Superfly. It's like that's how you knew Jimmy Snooker. But that's. You know that's that was those were my my favorite memories, and we could talk about memories. We could talk about favorite matches, whatever you guys want to talk about. But now I want to change the game to met Jimmy Snooker. Uh, Maria, have you ever met Jimmy Superfly Snooker? No, I never met him. But I, you know, if I could have a chance to meet him, I would have been very mm-hmm. happy. Because okay. he's my favorite wrestler, right. and he's a legend. Sweet. He's a legend. Yes, he is, and he's a whole thing, like too. But I did, but I did meet Waikishi 
And I believe Rakishi, right. he's related to Jimmy Snooker. Right. So I met him like a couple months ago, gotcha. and I gave him a hug. And, mm-hmm. you know, we have a gotcha. little short conversation, and that's it, you know. Yeah. But I have respect okay. for all his family. I have respect for his family, his daughter, you know, great wrestlers okay. all time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know, let's move on to uh, let's move on to Andrew. Andrew, uh, okay. you were talking before about I, I'm sorry, I just and we need to keep the show going, we'll get back to you on that. Um, Andrew, what was your thoughts? Uh, what, what are your thoughts? So, I was gonna say, you met Jimmy Snooker, mm-hmm. uh, it was right? Cool. So, tell I mean, us about the a, meeting. I had a brief encounter with him, um, maybe like in 2004. Or five. I um, it was at the NWS show, and he mm-hmm. got to go in the ring, right. and I took a picture with him and the Patriot. And I remember, I was like, he called me brother, and that's all he said to me. He's like, how you doing, brother? And uh, I got out of the ring. And I was <laughs> like, oh crap! He he called me brother. My dad turned around, kind of spoiled. But he's like, huh. he calls everybody that, and I'm like, oh man, really? <laughs> brother. Um, brother. But in that brief encounter. Uh, he was a nice dude, good good guy. Uh. Yeah. From what I from what I remember of him, so. Well, I'll I'll uh I'll tell you about a couple of encounters I've had with him. Well, after uh after he was in the WWE, my uh I was going to uh, a high school out here in Staten Island, and uh, they were telling me about tickets that were coming up for a show at the high school, and Jimmy Snooker was the headliner against Hercules, and. I got to go to the show, and I got to meet, you know, I, w- I was excited. I got to see Jimmy Snooker do the Superfly fly off the top rope in the in the gym. And people were coming up to me. Well, my coach said to me, stand. He was like, you know, after the show, you can, you know, stand in the gym. And stand, just stand here. We're going to take a picture. So all of a sudden, some, from behind, I turned around, and it was Superfly Jimmy Snooker. Now, that was my first encounter with them. 2009, I was invited by my best friend, Magic, the icon. Andrew, you know who he is. He's an icon. He's a legend. I got invited um, to go to a wrestling show in Staten Island, and um, it was for East Coast Professional Wrestling, ECPW, right, you know. And, uh, and anyway, he was, you know, he wrestled on that card and I got to meet, and I got to meet him and I got to meet Tito Santana. But in 2010, right here mm-hmm. in Staten Island at right here in Staten Island at Moore High School, I was on the card with Magic. Magic was working a wrestler called Prince Akhenaten or Iakan whatever, and Jimmy Snooker wrestled. And that was the first time when 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 Andrew Anderson and they introduced me to to, they introduced me to Jimmy. Jimmy said, "Hi, brother." I said, "Hi, Jimmy." And and you know and uh, and we had an exchange. And of course, you know, Magic knows Jimmy, so they were talking. So I said to Jimmy, "I said, are you going out after for steaks? You know, maybe we'll all meet up." And he said, "I would like to, but my wife won't let me eat steaks, brother. My wife, you know, my wife, you know, my wife, um, my wife, uh, what do you call? You know, was keeping an eye on him. And his wife at the time." You know Carol, who's a great woman. Shout out to and again, shout out to that family. And I and I love Jimmy. But anyway, so we're in the locker room, and Jimmy's walking around, and he's getting in his in, into his superfly thing. He's actually in another room, 
And, and I got to go in there and talk to him. And when I was in there, I said to him, Jimmy, I said, I, like, I said to him, I loved when you and Rowdy Piper were on the same team at the Survivor Series in 1989 because that was one of my favorite memories. Right. And, he sa- and he said, I, you know, I would love to hook it up with Piper one more time. I want Piper one more time, brother. I want Piper. And I said, <laughs> well, you had him at the Royal Rumble. And he says, any time, he says, I want Piper. And, of, of, of course, you know, he was, he, was with, he was with Rowdy Rowdy Piper, you know, at the WrestleMania, yeah. and it was, it was at 25, and it was really cool. But those were my favorite. Um, and I met him in 2000. I actually, yeah, I worked with him in 2010 and uh, 2011. Um, he was on another show that we were on. And he was always a great guy. And then that night, actually, we met him again at a diner, and, um, and he was waving to us and uh, – and uh, he's like, I'm eating, brother. I'm eating, brother. So we just were like looking at him and laughing because it was so funny. Uh, but those <laughs> were my memories of um, of Jimmy Snuka. Meeting him, nice guy, working, with, you know, on the same card as him. We were honored. I mean, uh, and also on the same card was Brutus the Barber. And we were honored to meet him. He was cool. And Brutus was, uh, Brutus was awesome as well. So now my questions to you guys are going to be favorite Jimmy Snooker either match or moment, what would it be? And Marie, you could start it off. What's my favorite match moment on Royal Rumble? No, Jimmy Snooker. Uh, uh, I don't remember much, you know, about the matches that he had. But I remember okay. those matches that went. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. You're still here. Oh, uh, um, I remember those matches that when he used to be on the top of the rope and do the super flies, you know. Right. Mhm. It was it was so it was a wonderful moments of Jimmy Snooker, you know, being a ring, you know. Right. Very uh, very uh, very cool. How about you, Andrew? Yeah. Uh, my favorite one would be because uh, I was there was the Royal Rumble in '08. Uh, him and Roddy Piper met in the middle of the ring, and everybody's just standing around <laughs> looking at them. Um, yeah. And also, uh, we have to go with the the match at Madison Square Garden uh, with Don Morocco, uh, where he jumps off the steel cage. Yeah, that was and that right there and that right there was was what made Mick Foley want to become a wrestler because Mick Foley hits tight right there. Um, I'll tell you something that most people probably don't remember. I mean, again, you know, I'm not I'm trying not to date myself as far as age. Right. But I'll tell you one, I'll tell you though, in 1984, LGN came out with, with wrestling figures. They had a ring, they had a cage and everything. 1984. So, the first wrestlers that I got were Andre the Giant, Big John Studd, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, Hulk Hogan, Superfly Jimmy Snooker. Um, I got them all that year. I got Rowdy Piper, Studd, uh, Jim, Hogan, Sheik, uh, Superfly Snooker, Junk Dead Dog with the, the collar and the chains, Nikolai Volkoff and Rowdy Rowdy Piper, with the kilt and the uh, the red opera and, and the red uh, uh, boots, 
And to me, you know, I was able to go in the ring with these guys, you know, wrestle them. And I used to do the super fly Jimmy Snooker splash off of Andre the Giant's shoulders. As as he wrestled oh, like wow. Nikolai Volkov and Nikolai he wrestled like Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik, and uh, so I had that um, figure, and of course I had the Hasbro one too um, that they they made a Hasbro doll, I mean a Hasbro um, wrestling uh, figure for Jimmy Snooker, and uh, those were the little the little wrestlers I see. I think they're bringing them back. Andrew, uh, do you remember those uh, figures? Yeah, I remember I had a bunch of those. That I remember I couldn't get that ring, the blue one, but my mom mm-hmm. made it up for uh, me at the time. She bought me one of those um, uh, big giant rings that had the uh, – I think it was Jax who made it. Uh, but, yeah, I remember those big figures. I remember I, I had the WCW ones because I'm a little – Yeah, uh, so did I. I, I had, I had <laughs> WCW. I was going to say I had WCW one. I had, I had the little blue ring. I had the big blue ring. I actually have a, a funny story actually pertaining to that. Um, it was one Christmas. It was, it was had to be in '84. I wanted um, I wanted um, the ring so bad, and my mother says uh, my mother said to me, you know, Santa Claus is coming tomorrow, you know. So anyway, so I opened up um, some of the gifts at my house, and I see a ring. I see wrestlers. I see wrestlers I've never even seen before, and a ring I've never seen before. I'm like, Mom, what is this? She goes, Oh, this is the ring, and I said, But Mom, this, you know, these aren't my wrestlers. Who's this? Who's this? Is the guy? He looked just like he looked like Hulk Hogan, but couldn't have been Hulk Hogan, you know? I'm saying this can't be Hulk Hogan. Anyway, there were AWA wrestlers come to figure out that that was Hulk Hogan when he was in AWA. But anyway, the wrestlers looked like He-Man dolls. So, and I got a ring. The ring was cool, right? But it wasn't the WWE ring. So, my then I open up some more presents, and I see Big John Studd. I see this guy. I see this guy. Then my mother said, listen, um, I opened up all my gifts. So, we went out to Staten Island, and we went to my aunt's house. Come to my aunt's house. We're in my aunt's house, and, she, you know, we're opening all the gifts. She said, Santa Claus was here, and he left you, he left you some gifts here. In my house. So my cousin was happy because my cousin was all over me, and he got, a, he got the ring. He got the wrestlers he wanted. He was happy. Well, he told me I could play with his, 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 his toys, and I was cool with it. You know, I'm sitting there, right? So anyway, I open up the gifts, and there it is, the ring and the, and the wrestlers that I wanted. And my mother said that I was the happiest boy on the face of the earth because I felt like I won the championship that day. You know, because I got all my wrestlers. Nice story. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I, I, you know, I, I, I think you know what I had to tell that story sometime. And that ought to be uh, right here on uh, Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode ninety with my good friends Andrew and Maria. And I'm so excited that hey. you guys were able to, are, are able to join me. Maria from Florida, Andrew from Jersey. It's it, it's it's a party right here. But uh, and and you know, and yeah. you were talking about we were just we were just talking about figures and stuff like that. How about um, who remembers uh, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling? You guys remember that one? That cartoon. I remember. I remember watching yeah, Hulk Hogan versus Under the Giant. 
Yeah, no, I was talking about the cartoon. Remember Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, Maria? Do you remember that? Mm, yeah, I remember that. Okay, well, Jimmy Snooker was also in that. It wasn't his. Uh, it wasn't his voice, but they had some funny, uh, funny cartoons, and and Jimmy Snooker was all over. I mean, WrestleMania. You know, that's the part. The part that people don't get either. WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, Hulk Hogan, Mr. T. You know, uh, with Jimmy Snooker in the corner versus Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, Paul Orndorff and, and Bob Orton. And, 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 you know, a lot of people were upset about that, that Jimmy didn't get a chance to wrestle at the first WrestleMania. But a lot of people may not even remember, he did wrestle uh, against The Undertaker at WrestleMania, um, in WrestleMania 7. He lost that match, but he really helped The Undertaker's career. Yeah, he was the second one, right, to be uh, given a loss. <laughs> he was the first one. Oh, his first one. Oh, yeah. Then it was Jake, right? Sorry. Yeah, Jake. Jake the Snake went yeah. out. Jake the Snake really. Jake the Snake yeah. went out with a bang. Jake the Snake was the first one I think to get Tombstone on the floor. I've never, right. I've never seen the Undertaker do that. Um, Maria, Jimmy, Jimmy Snuka. You were saying before about his family and how sorry you are to hear the the uh, the passing. Um. So and 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 I don't know you know you compared it to something before when I uh, when I when I talked to you when you were talking about Jimmy Snooker. So um, right. did you want to say something to the family? You could say it to his family. Um, what I want to say to his family is I'm sorry for your loss. You know Jimmy Snooker, he was a great you know Hall of Famer wrestler, and mm-hmm. I would like to. I would like to keep, you know, them in prayers and hopefully for the best for the future. That's what I can say. Yeah, that's uh, that's very, uh, very, very good. I, I have another Jimmy Snooker memory. I, I, I have my moments. Well, like I said, you know, 1989, Jimmy Snooker came back to the WWF at the time. Right. And it'll always be, you know, and, and anyway, he was put on the Rowdies Rowdies. It was Captain Rowdy Rowdy Piper. It was um, the Bushwhackers Hall of Fame. And Rowdy's a Hall of Famer. And they, uh, and they had Jimmy. And they took on Ravisher Rick who should be a Hall of Fame. I think he is going to the Hall of Fame. He's rumored to be one of the guys going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, Mr. Perfect, the Hall of Famer, and the Rougeau brothers. Uh, and that was one of my favorites. And uh, Jimmy Snooker was the last one to get eliminated by Mr. Perfect. And uh, if you guys want to check that out, that's on the network. Survivor Series 1989. And then my second favorite was... Um, in 96, I got a, uh, a thing in the mail, and it said the WWF was coming to the Madison Square Garden. So my friend and his father said, we'll go with you. So, we, 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 you know, we went down to the, this thing, and there was a, you know, there was a surprise tag team, you know, elimination, and they had two, they had two um, surprise guests. And one of the matches was Yoko... Zuna, uh, Salvio Vega, Salvio Vega, Flash Funk, and a mystery partner against 
uh, Diesel and Razor Ramon and Farouk and Vader. And lo and behold, Jimmy Superfly Snicker was the was the surprise entrance. When he did when he did the Superfly Fly on on um, Razor Ramon, so the cameras and the lights, and of course that was the fake Diesel and Razor Ramon. It wasn't the original. But anyway, when he did the splash on Razor, the the, the cameras went off, the bulbs went off, and everybody was. Was was shocked, and of course, the night before he uh, he got inducted into the uh, the Hall of Fame, so he was a Hall of Famer. Um, what was your what was your thoughts on on those two uh, two match two two matches? Uh, what happened? I didn't hear. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said, what was your thought on those two matches? Uh, you know, 1989 Survivor Series team Rowdy Rowdy Pipers. I was shocked when I seen that. It's like, wow, Rowdy and, and Jimmy are friends now, you know? And what was your thought on the 96 uh, Survivor Series with Jimmy? Uh, well, uh, that was a little crazy with Jimmy Sucker coming out in the, in the garden that night. Um, <laughs> that was a great night, too. Was, I think The Rock debuted that night as well. Um, yep, and the Nation of Domination, so, the Nation of Domination debuted and Flash Funk yeah. uh, debuted. Too cold, Scorpio. Yeah. I, I still think they should have. Uh, I still think they should have kept too cold, too cold, and, and not the and not Flash Funk. I I think that's what killed uh, killed it for him. I mean, I liked him, but you know, and also Shawn Michaels lost in that Survivor Series, and uh, but that's that's, it, that's right? another. Uh, that's gonna we're gonna get back to that one. That was a that was a, a good Survivor Series, and Jake the Snake Roberts yeah. also made an appearance in it. But uh, yeah, so the crowd was was uh, was good in that one. Yeah, it was a very interesting uh, Survivor Series um, that year. Uh, but yeah, you know, like anything, like you said, yeah, it was a little bit surprising uh, that the biggest rivals were now uh, aligned. Um, but that's like with anybody uh, that's been feuding for a long time become allies. So I mean, yeah, both both were pretty good matches. I, I like those matches. They're they're fun. You never know who's going to get eliminated. You never know who's going to win. Yeah, and 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 if you you know, and that and that and that was and that was cool to me because I look back at some of those matches as a kid, and I watch them now. You know, being in the wrestling business and watching them, and I'm like, you know, I got to see Owen Hart in the British Bulldog against Doug Furness and Phil Lafont, and it's like, wow. You no, know, it was like they debuted that night. Phil Lafont, Doug Furness. It just so many different things happen, and of course, I was there when The Rock debuted. Rocky Maya there, and P, you know, and he gave a shout out to uh, to Jimmy Snooker as well. Maria, um, so now you just heard about that. I'm sure you've seen that one, right? The Survivor Series '96. Um, I never seen those matches, you know, onto. Oh like, well, now if you have the network, I was going to say if you have the network, check them out on the network. They're there. Yeah, you know, I, 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 was really good. you know, at those times, you know, back in the 80s, you know, I grew up in 1984, you know, and, you know, right. from 84, no, I didn't hardly see some matches like that, you know. Gotcha. But now you can, because you can go on the network and you can uh, 
you could watch them on the network. That's what I love about the network. You can find any yeah. pay per view, and, and it's a and it's a great it's it's a great it's a great deal. I think that's why I, I'm, I commend the WWE with the network. Um, you know, I mean, at first they had a little bugs, and sometimes they still have some bugs to work out. But uh, but I thought it was um, I thought it was cool. I I I uh, I like I I definitely uh, I definitely like uh like that. So uh so yeah, so moving forward with uh with Jimmy Snooker and ending it with Jimmy Snooker. Um I I just again want to say, you know, he you know, he he was a part of my childhood. He was a part of my adulthood. Um he lived up to everything that I expected. Um you know, sometimes you meet wrestlers and they're not what you even stars, they're not what you think in your head. You know, some can be very nasty and stuff, but not Jimmy. Jimmy was just a welcome guy. He loved the hug. He loved to say brother, and he loved to uh, to laugh with with people. And he loved to take pictures. I've never seen Jimmy refuse a fan. I used to watch, you know, when, when we used to do the uh, intermissions, I used to watch Jimmy. And after the show, too, he would be leaving to go home, and people would just come up to him and shake his hand and take pictures. Yeah. You know, I believe that Jimmy Snooker, he's in a better place, and, you know, rest in peace and soul. You know, hopefully we all see him again, you know? Yeah, I mean, definitely, uh, definitely, definitely that type of of show. You know, it's just one of those Mm -hmm. things. Um, And by the way, the WWE did a very, very good thing by acknowledging yeah, the death yeah. of Jimmy Snooker. And and I like that they put a video package together, and I like that they acknowledged it, because you know what? After all, he was, that he was the driving force in WWE. He's the one that really packed the shows. As much as Hogan did, Jimmy Snooker was a, was a good, you know, people love Jimmy. And, uh, again, a lot of wrestlers wanted to be um, like Jimmy Snooker, and, he got he got his wish. He got his chance to be like Jimmy uh, Jimmy Snuka. They got their chance. And, uh, uh, I also and, you know, I also wanted to meet Ultimate Warrior. Oh, the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, I'm glad the WWE reconciled with the Warrior. Um, it's a sin, you know, that the Warrior passed away, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Um, same thing with Macho. Yeah. I always wanted Macho Man to come back. And it never happened. Yeah. Uh, it could have happened. It looked like they were doing, forming a working relationship, but uh, but the Ultimate Warrior. I wanted. I wanted. I wanted to meet. I never got to meet him. I never got. So again. I wanted to meet Big Boss Man, the British Bulldogs. Um, right. I wanted to meet all these wrestlers that passed away. You know, like Yokozuna. Yeah. I wanted to meet yeah. them all. You know, gotcha, they all in a gotcha. better place. Yeah, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you you it it's all according to the right place at the right time and and you know, I yeah. mean, Andrew, you could Andrew was uh Andrew went to the Andrew went to the uh he went to an event. You went to the big event, is that correct? Yeah, I did. Got to meet Bruno yeah, San so Martino. Tell us tell us right, tell us who you uh well, yeah, tell us who you got to meet and then we'll talk about it. Uh well, I meet a lot of people, but uh, yes, I went to the big event and I saw uh, Bob Backlund. Mm-hmm. Um, I met the Million Dollar Man. Uh, I ran into Mick Foley for like the fifth time, uh, <laughs> and nice. 
Uh, I meant Bruno San Martino and um, uh, the Ryback. You're lucky. You're very lucky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and, now my question to you. Now this. Now this. And I, and I was being told this. Um, uh-huh. Let me. Let me uh, let me say that let me say this. This was uh, this was this was really uh, this was really uh, funny. Um, oh wait a second here. Look at this. Elimination Chamber. It's saying it's saying that Elimination Chamber is going to be uh, February twelfth, um, two thousand and seventeen. I. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it to see if this is correct because I could have sworn I could have sworn that he said Fastlane last night. Didn't he say Fastlane? I don't know. I only heard part of the announcement. All right, so I think I'm I'm not sure. Um, I'm definitely not sure about that. So I got to check on that one. I could have sworn. Uh, I could have sworn, but anyway. Uh, yeah, so Bruno San Martino, that's, this is his last hurrah, right, for autographs and stuff? He's not making any more appearances. Yeah, that was his final appearance, uh, uh, autograph session, and it was a little weird uh, because it was crazy. He had to wait online for, like, hours online to, to meet him. Uh, and then towards when I got towards the front, they kind of made an announcement saying um, that he was going to be leaving soon because he had to fly back to wherever, wherever he was going. And uh, probably Pittsburgh, and um, that yeah. they were going to stop. They were going to stop doing autographs with him and pictures, and people were still online waiting to to meet him. Oh. Uh, so he only got to sign like Bruno S to me, and uh, I got to wow. take a pretty cool picture. Uh, and what, it was actually kind of funny. The guy in, in front of me, um, he took a picture, and Bruno was not even looking at the camera, and the guy wouldn't let right. him take. He's like, the, he's like, the picture came out clear, right? And he's like, yeah, but he's not even looking at me. You know, he's looking down. <laughs> and they wouldn't. Yeah, take I guess so. So, so I was gonna say, was it a good experience or a positive experience? Uh, it doesn't, you know. <laughs> it, it, uh, it's uh, it, it, it's funny. Uh, you know, I mean. Uh, I will. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest that, with you. I've I've been to events where that's kind of like the thing. Like I met Hulk Hogan, and it was kind of like high and by kind of thing, and you know. Right. And and that that's the that's the beast of when you got so many people uh, for somebody, but then there's mm-hmm. the times when they're 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 so nice. Like I met Roman Reigns and it was kind of right. kind of by kind of thing, but he shook my hand and he made sure he he really took the time to greet me. Uh, but then there's times yeah. when like I got to spend like a couple minutes with Bob Backlund and you know I spent like yeah. five minutes five or six minutes with him and he, he just talked and talked and so so sometimes <laughs> you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I met know. I met Bob. I, I was gonna say I met Bob Backlund too. I met him uh, in 2000. Oh, I met I met Bob Backlund three times. I met him in uh, I met him at JAPW at the Rawway Rec Center March uh, 29th. Uh, it was 2000 and uh, that was 2000 and uh, that was 09 as well. That was 09. That was uh, pretty mm-hmm. uh, pretty cool. I got to meet him there, and then I got to meet him. I got to meet Backlund again. Uh, for Just Incredibles, uh, Legends of Wrestling, that same year. And then I got to meet him at a WWE event in uh, mm-hmm. September uh, of, like, 2013. And um, that's when, that's when for some strange reason, like, they were having all these wrestlers and you could take pictures with them. And I just talked to Bob about, you know, 
about the Madison Square Garden matches and stuff. And, uh, you know, Bob Backlund knows a couple of my boys, and, you know, we were talking, and Bob always had a great thing to say about Owen. He always talked about Owen Hart and how much he loved working um, with Owen. So I can understand where you're coming from. You know, there are times where, where sometimes you're rushed out the uh, the door, and sometimes you get to spend some some um, some moments with these. Uh, you know, you get a little bit of a, of a moment. Maria, have you met wrestlers like that? Like, you know, you have uh, pictures with Vicky Guerrero, right? Yeah, I, I wanted to mention to you and um, Andrew, right? That's your name, Andrew. Yes. All right. I would like. I will. Um, speaking about meeting wrestlers, I met Ricky Guerrero a couple months ago. I was in New York, you know, with my fiance, mm-hmm. and I get to meet uh, Ricky Guerrero, OBD, um, tonight or night. I believe that's um Paige Mother. I met her. Right, person. I met Marie Right, where'd you meet yeah. him? Yeah. Uh, I met them at um, the Laguardia Hotel in New York. Where, at the airport. Where was it? Oh, cool. Uh, Laguardia Airport, you know, the hotel. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm the big event hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I met all of them in person. I was very emotional. I'm not going to lie because that's the first time I get to meet, you know, professional wrestlers in person, you know, and I was very happy to meet them all. And I want to mention, I I also want to mention that I met Bobby He-Man, Bobby the Brain He-Man. Mm-hmm. And I got very emotional because he was in a wheelchair and with his oh, mouth yeah. open. And yeah, I was uh, like, <laughs> yeah. Know. Thanks for the. I was gonna say thanks for the the. I figured you were gonna mention that. A lot of people mentioned yeah. that about Bobby. Um, let me. Uh, I just want to say something though about Saraya Knight. Uh, Saraya Knight uh-huh. also she she made an appearance at Warriors of Wrestling. And uh, Warriors of Wrestling, yeah. uh, if, if you guys want to know more about it, uh, check it out, warriorsofwrestling.com, Staten Island mm-hmm. uh, Warriors of Wrestling. But she made an appearance mm-hmm. there. But you know what's the best part sometimes? Um, and this is the – sometimes you never know how the wrestling autographs sessions are going to go, who's going to be rushed. I got to meet – I got to meet uh, – one of my favorite things that I got to do was in 2015 uh, – they announced, they announced they were doing a Monday Night uh, Wars debate, and it was going to be it was it was supposed to be um, it was supposed to be uh, Eric Bischoff versus Bruce Pritchard at Dave and Buster's in Philadelphia the day of the the nineteen uh, the day of the twenty fifteen Royal Rumble. Anyway, I'm listening to the podcast of Chris Jericho, and Jericho says he's going to be there. So now I'm like, oh, you know wow. what? I'm going to go. All right. So now I said I'm going to go there. Right. So here's the best part of the whole deal. The night before, they had wrestling for the last time at, at, at IZOD Center. And I went to that show, and I got to see Chris Jericho. Uh, he, wrestled, uh, he wrestled on that show. He wrestled Cesaro. And I got to see him in that match, and it was awesome. The next day, it was on to... Philadelphia, 
And I had purchased um, autograph, you know, tickets for, for him. I only purchased maybe two. But anyway, I purchased a, a, a whole package, and I got to, to, to go there. When I went there and I got to Philly, Jericho was late. He was, Jericho was actually doing an autograph signing first. Jericho was late. When I got there online, Jericho and I talked about how to be almost 10 minutes. He was signing my books. We were talking about, you know, again, mutual friends we know. We were talking about podcasts. We were talking about a lot of stuff. And I also got to meet Eric Bischoff, and I also got to meet Bruce Pritchard. And Jericho is the nicest guy. If you guys ever have a chance to meet Chris Jericho, that, that, uh, that's definitely uh, a story for you. But I tell you, though, that was, a great, that was a great day for me in Philly. And I got to meet some friends out there. Um, and I was happy. Uh, I was happy with it. But that was one of my favorite times. Um, so, so that was a that was a good a good uh, autograph. Um, and and RF Video did a great job that day. Um, I want to say, you know, um, I remember a couple of years ago, like when I was eleven, twelve years old, I met the Bushwhackers in person at the airport, Tampa International Airport, here in Florida. Mm-hmm. And there was like an elevator, you know, there was an elevator, me and my family, we was in an elevator with them at the same time. And we were speechless because we knew he was from WWE, you know, and we were like sitting there looking at them and they were looking at us, you know. And we were like scared because, you know, you know how wrestlers nowadays, they like, you know, they come to the fan and they be nasty, rude, you know. And we thought that was going to happen, but that never happened. <laughs> uh, so go ahead, Marie. You were saying go ahead. Oh, oh, like I was saying, I was I met the Bushwhackers in person. You know, they were in the right. airport and the elevator. And right, I the heard Bush that part. Walkers. What else did you say? I was just I heard that. I heard that part. Uh, listen, this is Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike for our episode number ninety. So uh, you know, again, uh, this is you know, I I had my two friends on. Andrew and Maria, we're talking wrestling. Uh, we're talking Jimmy Snuka. Hey. We were we were talking <laughs> Maria with the hey, good, okay. We were talking uh, Jimmy Snuka. We were talking wrestling experiences. We were talking um, SmackDown, Raw. We were talking everything under the sun. It, it's uh, it's nine oh six right here in good old Staten Island. Um, but it, it's a uh, it's a happening uh, time. Hey Mike, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna get going. I want to wish you well though, and nice talking to you. All man. right, thank you, and uh, and good luck with your podcast, uh, the Wrestling IQ. Check them out, uh, you know, on YouTube, and uh, and uh, good luck to you, brother. Thank you. Thanks, man. I'll call get I'll call again soon. <laughs> you got it, brother. Bye bye. All right, see you. Ah, uh, Maria, that was pretty fun. Andrew's a nice guy, and uh. And he loves to talk yeah. wrestling just like you. Uh, you love to talk wrestling. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to yeah. get going. i got to keep the show uh, going, and I want to thank you for calling in. And you're welcome to call in any time. And uh, I'm glad that oh, we are right. friends. I was going to say I'm I would glad like that to we make are a, friends. I would, I would like to make a shout-out to everybody. You guys want to look me up on Facebook. You could add me on Facebook if you like. You know, I'm very fun. I like to be on live videos and I like to gotcha. take a lot of selfie pictures. So gotcha. y'all could add me as friends and get to know me. Okay. 
So, Mike, I'm going to let you do what you got to do. Much love for you, and thank you for letting me call you. Yeah, anytime. And you could also listen to the show as well. You could say, uh, you could either stay on hold or uh, put you on hold. You can listen to the rest of the show, or you could listen to it through the link that I gave you. So whatever you want to mm-hmm. do, just keep a listen. And uh, you know, if you want if I'm on Wednesday night, you definitely can call. Thank you, Maria, and I'll talk to you All right. soon. All right, bye bye. All right, bye right, bye. All right, that was Maria, and uh, oh man, we're having fun. This is Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike for our. Episode 90, talking a lot of wrestling tonight with my two friends. Um, you know, yeah, let's keep the uh, the show going. We got we got to take some. Uh, I was gonna say we 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 uh, we're definitely gonna keep the show rolling. Let's keep it rolling. Why don't right now uh, we're gonna take a commercial break. We come back, and uh, you know, we do what we do right here. Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike, episode 90. Take a commercial break. We'll be right back. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detectives' quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from Holmes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza, $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember... $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. 
We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are we are back with Pro Wrestling Now. And uh yeah, it was it was un un um unbelievable uh first uh hour and almost a half <laughs> with uh, uh my friend Maria from Florida and of course Andrew who who uh does podcasting as well, the wrestling IQ. Uh but anyway so this is Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode 90. Uh, I was telling you earlier about Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network. Check us out. Um, head on head on over to um, TotallyDrivenTV.com. Get driven, stay driven. And I was, uh, I was telling you guys um, something that was really uh, cool. And they they finally got into well listen you know totally driven radio um we have something going on right here um it's a uh, totally driven radio and enter- uh, totally driven entertainment and radio presents a night of strike a night of stripped down uh and rock and roll with uh, march 22 it's, it's a good band and uh making his Philly debut Crazy Rob Carlisle of the Compulsions and one more artist to be announced. I believe it was announced, but anyway, March third, doors open at eight. Show at nine. Eight cover style cover at the Tusk, four thirty South Street above Woolly and Mammoth in the Philadelphia area. Go to www.tollydrivenradio.com. Check it out. And also, do not forget, on the same network, um, Bay Ragney, who is the who runs the network, and uh, I'm so grateful for Bay. Um, Bay has his own show that... Okay. Hold on a second. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Any, uh, anyway, where were we? Oh, so I was going to talk about Bay Ragney. Bay, uh, Bay, Bay has a um, okay. Something happened, folks. We 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 have a a technical difficulty. I don't know what is going on here. Once I get uh, once I get it, it'll definitely be uh, be fixed. I don't know what's going on. Isn't it a, a sin? I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, let me see. Yeah, the, something definitely, definitely happened, and I can't fix. Stay, uh, stay right there, folks, and uh, we'll get to it.
Okay, uh, we're 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 back and uh, we we fixed our glitch. I was gonna say Bay Ragney has a uh, show. It's called Totally Driven Radio, and uh, Rob Kyle Carlisle was on it in March 22. And you can hear those bands there. So uh, get your tickets now. But anyway, we are back. This is Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike for our episode 90. Good uh, good night. Uh, you know. Very, very, very good uh good time to rock. How about some rock and roll? How about something to wake everybody uh body up, shake everybody up from the core? I love it. But uh yeah, so we're talking some great wrestling tonight. Uh seven one eight five oh eight nine eight eight three is the number. You wanna call and let your voice be heard on this show, awesome, awesome, awesome. How about uh, one of my favorite tunes? Here we go.
Wow, that was Skid Row 18 in life. One of my favorite Skid Row songs. Um, just a great song. I love it. Right here on Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike for our episode 90. I love it. it, it it's just perfect uh, for tonight. All right, so we're going to keep the show uh, show rolling. And, uh, whew. and by the way, it is uh, Elimination Chamber. So, and that is, a, I think that is a, a SmackDown um, brand pay-per-view, so, which is cool, which is, uh, doesn't bother me one, but, you know, people were like, oh, less is more, and I, and I get it, you know, but I want to thank those uh, guys for calling the show tonight and everybody calling the show. Let's keep the show rolling, though, because we got some more business uh, to attend to, so let's keep it going, and uh, yeah, <laughs> Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode number 90, 718-508-9883 is the number. Let's do some some uh, some Monday Night Raw um, results, and I'll give you my take on, on, on the segments and stuff. Um, the Royal Rumble competitors confronted each other. Uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. I, I definitely like the I, – I love how it began. Um, you know, um, you know, Chris Jericho, Seth Rollins, uh, Braun Strowman, and then uh, Roman Reigns was there, and then finally Brock Lesnar showed up, and it looked like Braun Strowman and Lesnar were going to have that big power moment, and you know, of course, Braun Strowman pounded out of the ring, and Brock Lesnar uh, F5s everybody, and Sami Zayn was in it, and it was a, it, you know, it was a pretty big opening segment. I definitely liked the like that. Then there was a match uh, with Enzo Amore and Big Cass, and uh, they defeated Rusev and Jinder Mahal. I don't, I really don't like the Rusev and Jinder Jinder Mahal uh, thing. I I don't like the. I'm glad he's back, Jinder, and Jinder was on our show, uh, you know, um, last year. So shout out to him. And I I personally did. I don't like him in this role. Um, but again, that's why we're fans of uh, of, of wrestling, and, and we like different uh, we like different different things. So, so for those of you keeping score at home, Elimination Chamber is um, it is SmackDown, and Fastlane is um, is Raw. So that's what uh, that's what we're being uh, that's what I'm being told. But again, subject uh, to change. But seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three is the number. Oh yeah, so we're talking Monday Night Raw, and and uh, I like the match. I like Big Cass and I like Enzo, but I don't know. I just didn't. Uh, I particularly don't like those two together, Mahal and uh, Rusev. Um, Araya Davari defeated Lince Dorado in what was a really good match. And uh, you know Jack Gallagher um, and him, um, they were going to having this match, and it uh, it was a two hundred five live. And if you guys haven't checked it out, it is a uh, good um, I forfeit match, like an I quit match, but really good. Um, they had a really good match. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson defeated the tag team champions Cesaro and Sheamus in a disqualification, you know, via disqualification. Um. 
it was almost like the dusty finish. Uh, it was the dusty finish, I should say. Um, Sheamus uh, hits the referee. Um, they hit the magic killer on Cesaro. Um, you know, Luke Gallows and Anderson Gallows, they do the pin, and then all of a sudden, boom. Um, they're being, they were being told that, you know, they're new champions, and then, you know, a referee comes down, counts one, two, three, and that was the end of that. And, and they lost it. But I think they're going to be tag team champions eventually. I think the WWE definitely deserves those two. But they got to build them up. I mean, if they brought them in and then made them win the titles, it wouldn't make any sense. Just because they had a big run in Japan with New Japan Wrestling doesn't mean that they could take them and bring them in and make them champions. So. But they will be, though. They do deserve it. Um, and Sheamus and, and, and Sheamus and Cesaro are doing a good Put together tag team. Do. Neville attacked WWE Cruiserweight Champion Rich Swan. Pretty, pretty interesting stuff. Um, Bailey confronted Women's Champion uh, Charlotte Flair. That was pretty cool as well. Um, Cedric Alexander defeated the D. Brian Kendrick in what was a really good match. Um, I love what they're doing with the Cruiserweights. I love that fact. Um, Biggie uh, defeats Titus O'Neil to retain his spot in the Royal Rumble. I really think they should do something else with Titus. Um, I don't know what they're gonna what they're doing, but I, I don't know. Titus is a is a good talent, but I don't know. They're just not pushing him. I don't see him. I don't see him like a champion material. I, they're not even pushing him. For, I, I don't see it. WWE Universal Champion. And U.S. champion uh, Jericho and Braun Strowman defeated Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Sami Zayn in what was pretty cool. And I liked uh, I liked the whole deal at the end. Um, it was it was a pretty explosive um, ending the way they ended Raw with uh, Jericho getting the pedigree or going to get pedigrees and then Owens just totally uh, destroying um, Seth Rollins with the chair. So, but. You know that was that was pretty uh pretty impressive stuff though. Seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three is the number. We got about an hour and change before or an hour before I'm out of here. Um, so give us a call. You know, this is Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara number ninety right here on Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network. Get driven, stay driven. Um, yeah. So, whew. Just moving on, moving on, just moving on, and it's going to keep on moving. All right, so let's go over to SmackDown. We were talking about it earlier. Um, SmackDown, to me, was uh, was pretty good. SmackDown, to me, was a uh, was a good was a good show. Um, So SmackDown Live Commissioner Shane McMahon kicked off the show and announced that in four weeks, SmackDown Live would have its next pay-per-view, Elimination Chamber, which will, would be headlined by WWE match in a forgiven structure. Now, I like the fact that they that they teased the um, that they teased AJ Styles when AJ came out and he said to Shane, um, you know, how could you put me in a match um, for the title like this? And Shane's response was, we don't even know who's going to win. I mean, John Cena, it could be John Cena 16 times, 
And you know what? If anybody should tie, it should be Cena. Because um, Cena's been very good to the WWE and very loyal. And, um, you know, he called, they call him a part-timer now. But John Cena's earned the right. I mean, the guy does everything. You know, bench, benching, squatting out, Roker. Pretty impressive stuff. AJ Styles, The Miz, and John Cena were all in the middle of the ring. And then finally, John Cena instigated it so it, it began. The Miz, the heel versus AJ Styles, the heel. And uh, it was a good match. Uh, it ended in no contest, but it was a pretty good. And Natalia, Smith Hart's uh, niece. And uh, we're going to catch up with Smith Hart soon. The Hart Grapevine will be back on this network. You'll hear it live on Tuesday night. Um, Nikki Bella and Natalia got into a big fight at the merchandise stand to where that was such a big, good promo. You know, Nikki Bella, I mean, if you guys haven't checked it out, go to Hulu Plus and uh, check out last night's SmackDown. But anyway, Nikki Bella and uh, Natalia got into it at the merchandise stand. And basically, you know, what Natalia said was, you know, I see them selling all these, these this merchandise. And, of course, look where Nikki Bella's merchandise is. It's right next to John Cena. And then, you know, her, her uncle, Brett, has a shirt. And she was like, you know what? You know, she said some mean things. And then uh, the next thing you know, Nikki Bella came out and attacked her at the merchandise stand. And they had a nice pull apart and a nice brawl. And I like it. I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, Dean Ambrose defeated Randy Orton. They're building this thing where it looks like they're going to break up the Wyatt soon. It could happen at the Royal Rumble. Um, Jerry Lawler hosted a King's Court, which was very interesting. Jerry Lawler actually got kicked in the chest by Dolph Ziggler um, because Dolph Ziggler, you know, was talking to Jerry and then he showed him some videos of the heart attack. And, and that right there is kind of controversial. Um, and then also, as Maria talked about it in the top of the show, um, La Luchadora uh, interfered in a match, a uh, steel cage women's match. And um, pretty cool. You had Lita and, and Trish Stratus in a, in a cage match, of course. And then you had, um, you know, um, Sasha Banks and, and, and um, Charlotte in a Hell in a Cell match. And pretty cool stuff. And then the cage match with the... Uh, you know, Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch, and then Mickey James made an appearance, and uh, you guys have to check that out. I like Mickey Keel. I think it works for her. Um, so check that out. But anyway, give us a call. 718-508-9883 is the number. So so that was my SmackDown. That was my thought on SmackDown. Uh, this week, I got to say that's, that I want to say that SmackDown, SmackDown was better than Monday Night Raw um, just because of the announcement by Shane about, you know, the next pay-per-view. I mean, that's big alone. That's a big accomplishment alone, um, you know. And also, uh, and also, big shout-out. Uh, the, the Royal Rumble is going to be pretty cool. Next week, we're going to do a preview. Uh, i got a good friend of mine coming on the show, and we're going to be talking about the Royal Rumble, um, it's pretty going to be pretty cool. But Cena goes for his 16th world title, John Cena. Um, uh, what do you call it? 
a uh, a uh, for the universal title. We're gonna have Mr. Kevin Owens versus the man. That's right, Roman Reigns. Shark Cage uh, is gonna put Jericho. Uh, they're gonna put him in a shark cage. Then Bailey runs into the content. Oh, Bailey um, moves into contention at Royal Rumble. She'll be facing Charlotte, and then uh, Neville versus the King. So, pretty uh, pretty cool stuff. And then you got the Royal Rumble match itself. And uh, yeah, so that should be pretty uh, pretty interesting. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to see how that's gonna uh, that's gonna go. And uh, you never know. Who's going to win the Royal Rumble? That's going to be big itself. And also the story of the Royal Rumble is available now, too. So you can check that out. And, uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen between Goldberg, um, you know, Goldberg and Lesnar. Um, who knows about Seth Rollins? Uh, you know, I, I think Triple H is going to do something. And, you know, we're looking at, like, the road to, to WrestleMania. And that that's what it goes through there. Also, did you guys like the WWE United Kingdom Championship Tournament? It was held um, exclusively, you know, um, the first round took place January 14th, and then the finals occurred on the 15th, and it was pretty uh, interesting. It was held at the Empress Ballroom in Blackpool, Lanshire, um, England, and... Uh, yeah, it was a it was a big crowd over there and uh, pretty interesting stuff. But the one I thing I liked about it was Nigel McGuinness, um, who's been doing really good commentary for ROH, uh, actually got to commentate with WWE, and it was uh, cool to hear him on that with Michael Cole. Um, Tyler Bate, the champion, um, versus Pete Dunne in the finals was really good. I mean. The first round we had um, Tyler Bate versus Tucker, which was pretty pretty cool, and obviously Bate won that. Uh, Danny Birch, um, Danny Birch versus uh, Jordan Devlin was really good as well. That was a good match, and uh, Devlin went on to win. Trent Severn, um, went on to uh, to pin. Uh, H.C. Dyer, uh, Tyson T-Bone, T-Bone um, lost to Wolfgang, and that was a good match as well. Mark Andrews pinned Dan Maloney, which that another good match. There wasn't no bad matches on the on the card. James Drake um, got defeated by Joseph Connors. Pete Dunn pinned uh, Roy uh, Johnson. Sax Hurley. Dax Hurley lost to Sam Grackwell. Pretty uh pretty interesting stuff right there. And uh and and then of course we move on to uh Tyler Bate defeated Jordan Devlin. Trent Severn defeated uh got defeated by uh by Wolfgang and then um Mark Andrews defeated uh Joseph Connors and then Pete and then Pete Dunn defeated Sam Cradwell, and then it was off to Tyler Bate um, defeated Wolfgang, which was a really good match. Andrews a loss to Pete Dunn, and then the final. So now we do have a UK championship, and I think uh, that's great. I'm glad to hear that. 
I wonder if they would do the same thing for Japan. You know, that would be pretty cool. Or China. Um, you know, years ago it was the European uh, title, and uh, the Bulldog was the first um, out of that to win the thing. But but seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three is the number. It is uh it's a nice Wednesday night. It's really cool to see uh to see you know the way the way wrestling is today. Uh, as we were talking about it earlier, about there's so much on the WWE Network, they're just blowing it out of the water. So my shout-out to WWE is a great job. Also, 205 Live is a great show to watch as well. Check that out. That's on the network. That's uh, that's crazy. Uh, some of the matches that – last night they had a great, great match, and uh, we're going to be talking about that in just a short um yeah, we're going to be talking about that. That was uh, really, really cool. Drew Gulak, who I know him. I, I, I met Drew, and I know him from CZW, Combat Zone Wrestling. And also, he wrestled, I believe, uh, with BWO as well. By the way, he defeated uh, Cedric Alexander. Cedric is really good as well. Um, Norm Dar and Alicia Fox. Are in that we're in that situation. Really good match. Tony Nice defeated Mustafa Ali in what was a great match. Tony Nice is such a powerhouse, a strong guy, and uh, it's just crazy, you know, executing a well-timed counter knee suplex Ali into the turnbuckle before hitting him with a powerful knee strike to secure the victory. Then in a great match, it was a I forfeit match. Um, Jack. Gallagher defeated Araya Devari, and it was amazing. They they tore the house down. It looked like um it looked like at one point Devari was going to uh to win, and then with an umbrella, uh it was like a it was like a chicken wing move. It was pretty cool. It was nice. It was a cobra cut. It was yeah. It was it was like a hammer lock. With an umbrella, it looked like a chicken wing kind of move, but it was a hammerlock. It was, it was pretty, uh, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. WWE lately has been pretty in, impressive. Also, you know, also I want to just throw a couple of things at you guys tonight. Um, you know, this is the the nineteenth show right here of Pro Wrestling Now, and uh, next week I'll be back with a a, a guest and. You never know. I mean, a wrestler may call sometimes, but, you know. But anyway, if you guys are listening, again, uh, check out my my uh, my page for Facebook, um, Pro Wrestling Now with your host, Magic Mike Ferrara. And also I'm on Twitter, Magic Mike Ferrara, at Notwith for Life, the number four life. Pretty cool stuff tonight on a Wednesday. Well, I, I wear else would I would I rather be? But also, I want to talk about the WWE Hall of Fame. Kurt Angle going into the Hall of Fame, well deserved. I got to see Angle wrestle a lot of times live, and uh, Angle's really cool. I I actually got to see him in a match that he wasn't even supposed to be. It was at Madison Square Garden, and it was supposed to be Brock Lesnar versus Triple H, um, Raw versus SmackDown, and it ended up being um, it ended up being Brock Lesnar versus um, 
Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, and uh, of course, if uh, if Brock went through them, then he could wrestle Kurt, and you know, and also I got to see Kurt Angle take on William Regal, defeat William Regal in a, a house show um, in Madison Square Garden as well, and I got to see him, uh, you know, do a couple of things with Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think they say Margaritaville. That's the episode. Uh, that's where. Um, where uh, Smith had talked about, and he's a fool, a New York fool spell for somebody. But anyway, so that that's uh, that's where we're at there. Um, so I like I like I like certain stuff for it. Um, you know, the Hall of Fame. There's a lot of rumors going around for the WWE class of 2017. We could we could talk about about the rumors. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors about it. Um, who's gonna be and who's gonna be in for the uh, the Hall of Fame class? Wrestle Inc. is reporting. Um, Wrestle Inc. is reporting Beth Phoenix, former WWE Women's Champion, Beth Phoenix is expected to be inducted into the Hall of Fame during this year's WrestleMania 33 weekend. Um, according to PW Insider, um, here's here's WWE recently announced um, Kurt Angle's as the Hall of Fame headliner, but no other names have been confirmed. Rumors names include Diamond Dallas Page, William Regal, Rick Rude, Christian, Mike Rotunda, and the Natural Disasters, um, Earthquake, and Typhoon. But the rumors right now. If you guys are listening, uh, you know anybody out there that's listening, seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three. Who do you think should be a Hall of Fame? We'll talk Hall of Fame. We'll talk about Jimmy Snooker again. Um, you know, saddened by the pet, the, the the death of Jimmy Snooker. But if uh, guys want to give me a call, let's do it. Let's hit the phone lines. I'm always up to talk about wrestling. Uh, and I'm glad that we're here right now with you. Also, don't forget, very important that you guys, please don't forget this. If you miss an episode of Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferraro or any of our shows on the network, you can go to iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio. All you have to do is Totally Driven Entertainment Net Radio Network. Or totally driven entertainment, and we're we're there. Or go just right. All you have to do too is go right to um, totally driven ra- uh, radio entertainment um, website part. So that's uh, that's pretty uh, that's pretty a pretty cool situation um, that we were talking about tonight with the WWE, and uh, we were also talking about Royal Rumbles and, and stuff like that. We're going in and out and the pay-per-views, and, 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 and you know, I like the, the way the WWE is using their talent, um, some of their talent. Like I said, Tyus O'Neal, uh, he's still there, and, and, you know, I mean, I don't have any sour grapes against Tyus, but I don't know. I, I just think they could... Either use them better or move them somewhere. Maybe move them, move them down to NXT. Um, 
you know, it's just it's just one of those deals. Um, I, I I particularly I that's what I think. Um, but whatever the case, this is uh this is the the uh, the show, and uh, that's what they do at WWE. They they fix you up with uh, some guys that you like and some guys that you probably don't like. But let's talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling because uh, they got an event coming up that's going to be really, really good, and uh, it's it's uh, it's it's always it's always nice to see um, when they do this fan, Fantastica Mania, and they're doing it again. Uh, 2017, they did it last year, and it was pretty cool. Uh, it's going to start. Um, on Friday the twentieth, and uh, it goes until let's see, it goes until uh, the twenty second, and uh, I can tell you the fight card right now um, for the twentieth is going to be pretty cool. Um, let's uh, let's see what we got here. We're loading up right now, so it takes a little bit of time. We have, uh, and here, uh, Blue Pantel Jr. versus Will Ospreay and E-Fest. Uh, the second match is going to be Tiger, Ma- Tiger Mask, uh, Beast God Thunder Riger, Sabanero Jr. versus Evil Spirit at Warren Road and Rochelle. Number three, uh, Match Sticker Jr. Maximo Sexy versus Oklahoma and Ichiro. Number four match um, Los Ingenables uh, Bushi uh, King of Darkness Evil and huh. oh and uh, okay. And uh, Sandra and Tetsunato and Rushes versus uh, Finley, Ta- Takahashi, Taguchi, Kashida, Hirojo, Tanahashi, and Alanis. That should be pretty uh, pretty cool. Then a, a nice uh, six-man tag, Okada, Ifora, and Ultimo Guerrero versus Juice Robinson, Porter Jr. and Mystico. Mystico is awesome. I love Mystico. Um, how about this one? A singles match. Kamaro Takahashi versus Titan. And CMLL World Light Heavyweight Championship bout. Dragon Lee, the champion, versus Barbarero Cabaniano. Just for that. And that's going to be the uh, that's going to be on Friday, and that's in Tokyo, uh, Corrigan Hall. Pretty uh, pretty cool, pretty cool stuff right there. And uh, then on Saturday, there's going to be a another one, and uh, that's going to be pretty uh, pretty cool. And I got the fight card right here as well for that. And um, the first is going to be. Um, and here, Tiger Mask, uh, Beast of God, Riker, and 
Blue Pantel Jr. versus Evil Spirit, a foreign role, Rochelle and the Fest. Come, this is the same. Oh, it's the same, same fight card. That's crazy. Oh, they're doing the same thing, it looks like. Oh, let's see why. Yeah, it looks like, oh, no. Yeah, here it is. Okay, I got it. Um, the uh, the second match is uh, Stuka Jr. versus Oklahoma. Uh, the third match is Takahashi, Takuchi, Kushida, and Slovenero Jr. versus Will Ospreay, Okada, and Barbarero uh, Cordonero. I think it's Cordonero. Um, then match four uh, is going to be David Finley, Juice Robinson, Hiruzu Tanahashi, um, Titan and Dragon Lee versus Bushi, Yuro uh, Takahashi, Yohimo Takahashi, King of Darkness, Evil Sandra, and and Tetsa Nato. Number five, Vandor Jr. Mystical versus Ifora and and Ultimo Guerrero. Number six, Atlantis versus Wretches. And number seven, um, in a 60-minute match, uh, CMLL heavyweight champion Maximo Sexy challenger Ichello, pretty uh, pretty cool stuff. And that's for Saturday. Then Sunday, uh, let's see Sunday. What about Sunday? <laughs> Sunday, and here we go. How about this one for the fight card? And this is uh, going to be the last one. Hinia, um seven-year-old junior and Pantel junior versus. Barbero, Caballero, a foreign road and evil spirit. Number two, match, Tiger Mask uh, beats Beast of God, Riker, uh, Stucker Jr., Rochelle, Oklahoma, and Itchardale. People don't realize that Beast, God, Thunder, Riker, it's just Juice and Thunder, Riker. So somebody just messaged me, who's Riker? I just was like, ah, it's Juice and Thunder, Riker. Titan, Dragon Lee, Bushi, and Hero. Hiro Takahashi in, in a match. Uh, number four, uh, Takuchi, uh, Juice Robinson, Maximo Sexy versus Raw Spray, Okada, and Ifas. Number five, um, David Finley, Koshida, Tanahashi, and Alanis versus um, King of Darkness, Evil, Sandra, uh, Tetsunato, and Ruchis. Uh Number six, Mystico versus Ifora, and Number seven, uh, special match, singles match, Border Junior versus Ultimo Guerrero. So check that out, folks. The only way to do that is is to go to njpwworld.com. New Jersey, uh, New Jersey, sorry, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. But uh, 718-508-9883 is the number you want to talk to me. Um, we were just doing some... Um, you know, some coverage. I was just telling you guys about uh, New Japan wrestling. I love all wrestling. But, uh, you know, if you have any more, uh, more that, those are the topics. So we're live right now here on Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network. Um, you know, get driven, stay driven. This is the, uh, this is the platform. Um, and, again, I want to thank Bay Ragney for giving me this opportunity. And I want to thank Coco Wee Wee and uh, – I, I heard uh I heard Mr. Uh Mojo 
talking about it on his show, and he thanked me. Uh, Mojo, it's so funny because Mojo used to call my show, and we used to talk wrestling. And then I find out that Mojo is getting a show here on the network, and I was very happy about it. I love the fact that he's here with us. I think, uh, you know, Mojo's a great talented um, go in and out, and he knows what he's talking about, and he's he's better than half of the guys in WFAN. So, you know, I, I'm just curious, you know, but he's with us, and we're very lucky to have him. Very lucky. Um, very talented. Same thing with Big Daddy's Hard Talk. We're very lucky to have him and Malisha Brown and sometimes Big Booty Trudy. Uh, you know, Faye Jackson joins the show. Good show, by the way, Monday nights, right here on the network, 6 o'clock. Um, you know, just, just lucky to have uh, a team like this. You know, and the, 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 the talent alone is unbelievable. So you guys have to check, uh, check that out. Also, uh, com. They have an event coming up here Saturday, January 21st This Saturday Romero versus Homicide AC Baby versus Homicide It's going to be a good good match It's called Looks Like We Made It um, Last week we, we had the Dark Arts champion um, Ever Cross on He's going to be taking on Pinky Sanchez As well as uh, Sean Maluda, 205, and Leo Rush. So you guys know Leo Rush from that. But anyway, right now, go on over over to them. Uh, go on over to www.wrestlingismagic.com. Pro Wrestling Magic looks like we made it. Knights of Columbus, 106 Bergen Avenue, Richfield Park, New Jersey. Tickets start at 20, doors open at 6, um, showtime 7. Uh, it's it, it's pretty uh pretty pretty cool stuff right there. So uh, and of course shout out to my friend Steve Off, who couldn't be on the show tonight, busy promoting the show, and I salute you, sir. So uh, you know, but uh, you know, if you guys have any suggestions about who should be in the Hall of Fame, um, what the WWE should do now, do you like the programming? Are we oversaturated with pay per views? I like it. See, some people say less is more. Andrew did tonight, but that was his opinion. I, I think the WWE should just keep on, should continue this and, and uh, build on to the road. Um, you know, that it's a very long road. I mean, you know, the WWE did the right thing by doing a draft. They shook things up right after WrestleMania, made things interesting, um, kept Shane around, kept Stephanie around, kept them relevant, too. I mean, uh, you got to keep them relevant. Speaking of relevant, I wonder when we're going to see Vince McMahon soon. Um, but but who knows? Um, that could be uh, that could be very very soon. So seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three is the number. If you want to talk, that's how you can reach out to me. I'm here until about ten thirty. So it's ten o'clock now, almost. Why don't we do this? We'll take another commercial break, and then we'll come back with some more. Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll go over some news when uh, when I when I come back um, in about three minutes. But I just wanted to let you guys know that you are listening to Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network. And uh, whew, 
you got to check it out. You got to go and you got to do what you got to do with Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network. It's it's uh, it's outrageous. It's outrageous. Um, I, I'll tell you right now, the the lineup that we have. You know, on on Mondays at six o'clock on this network, I said Big Daddy's Hard Talk. Um, Maverick's Comic Book Roundup is now heard Sunday mornings at nine o'clock. Excellent show, by the way. If you're if you're into um, comic books and movies and and stuff like that, Maverick he's just a genius when it comes to this um, this stuff. Also, the Mojo Sports Show right here on our network Saturdays at nine a.m. I mean ten a.m. Sorry. <laughs> then the L.A. Retro Wrestling Show is back. That's awesome. Um, cool stuff from them. Uh, just wonderful stuff. And then Totally Driven Radio, of course, the the show that started it all. They were on two hundred and fifteen already. They're gonna this week. They're gonna have the two hundred and fifteen show. And uh, and also, if you go go to the website, check out a um, a Totally Driven Radio uh, 2010. The the two the 210 Eckerner. That was pretty uh pretty pretty intense uh, interview. But nevertheless, this is Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrar, episode number 90. We're gonna take another commercial break. We'll be back in less than three minutes. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from Holmes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember... $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. 
Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to TeddyScares.com. And be sure to become our friends at Facebook.com slash TeddyScares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stories page on Facebook.
Just a great song right there, Death Leopard, Too Late for Love. And right now, if you're in England, it is definitely too late. <laughs> it is uh, three, it's about 3 a.m. over there in London. So, uh, yep. But anyway, I've always loved Death Leopard. Uh, Phil Collins is, is great. And shout out to Death Leopard. They're going to be making a stop uh, on their tour. They're going to be doing a tour for the, uh, okay, 718-508 is the 718 718- 508-9883 is the number. You want to talk um, wrestling, that's the name of the game. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just some great stuff going on right right now. Check out everything in wrestling. Check out all the independents, uh, you know, in the area. If you if you live in, like, the tri-state area, New Jersey, this is a, a, a product um, for you. There's so much. Um, you got pro wrestling magic. You have Jersey All-Pro. Um, you have WrestlePro, um, Pro Wrestling Syndicate, uh, Warriors of Wrestling. Um, so, so check that, check all that stuff out. Check it, you know, type, you know, Victory Pro Wrestling, type every, everything in, uh, be a fan of everything. Um, you know, Game Changer Wrestling, there's so much going on. Uh, so much, so much to uh, to get into, and and uh, but I hope everybody's listening and having a great time right now. This is Wednesday night, so it's so new for me to be here on a Wednesday. Uh, you know, did the Tuesdays and Thursdays thing. Now I'm on a Wednesday. You never know. I might be back soon. But pro wrestling now with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode number ninety. We made ninety episodes already. I can't believe it. They say it looks like we made it. I'm up to 90. I'm on the night train, just like Guns N' Roses. But, um, yeah. And uh, next week, uh, I'm going to be joined by by a good good friend of mine, good friend of the show. Uh, surprise. Surprise guy. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty cool. Um, yeah. Oh boy! Well, anyway, uh, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you that uh, that Jersey Premier Championship Wrestling is coming back, um, and that's gonna be awesome, very awesome, very awesome to see that. I love it. Jersey Premier Championship Wrestling. That's JPCW for those at home. That's uh that's gonna be pretty uh pretty cool right there. Oh boy. So Kyle was my guest on uh last year's show. I think I had him on twice, I think. But right uh you know, so so yeah, so we were just talking about that and uh yeah, you never know. Uh, you never know what's going on right here. Totally driven radio entertainment net network. We are uh, we're definitely driven, but uh, yeah. So check us out. We're all over the place. We're doing some big, uh, big, 
big things and uh you know like again just uh just head on over to totally driven radio and then stick with us and uh yeah right now we're having some technical difficulties again tonight's been weird um it's a weird show you guys are just tuning in we're having some weird uh going on with the board so if anybody's on hold Stay on hold. I will get to you. Just having some problems. Weird stuff going on tonight. But we do have... Mojo, are you there? Yes, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. We're having the problem, problems tonight. I don't know what's going on. Technical glitches tonight with this, uh, with the show. But we're getting the show, keeping the show rolling. I was telling uh, everybody before about your show and how, of course, I was talking about how talented you are. And I was also telling the fans out there that listen to this show and your show how you became, you know, you were a caller on my show because of the big weenie, because of Coco yeah. Wee Wee. And you know, yeah. it's funny. That's how I, that's how I started because of uh, Coco and Wee Wee, because they, uh, they went to Bay Ragney who runs the station. And, uh, you know, they said, you know, Mike wants to do a, a, a wrestling show and, you know, and that's, uh, yeah. and that's how Amazing, that all, right? that they, they're credited with a lot of talent. They they brought Coco and Wee brought a lot of talent uh, to this uh, to the to this station and uh, those are my women right there. I talk to Coco and I talk to Wee a lot and those two right there are are the best. But right now I have you on and we're going to talk about wrestling. Um, the first thing that I want to talk to you about is what what was your thought about the passing of Jimmy Superfly Snooker? Yeah, very sad, you know, all-time great. Grew up watching Snooker, you know, as a kid. Definitely uh, definitely sad to see, you know. A true legend of wrestling right there. Mm-hmm. I, w- I had, uh, in the beginning of the show, I was joined by by uh, a good friend of mine, um, Maria, and uh, another guy, his name, is An- it was, his name is Andrew. He owns the podcast, too. The guy is really, uh, really good. Anyway, we were talking about Snooker, and we were talking about um, the figures. In uh, 1984, when LJN came out, I had the original Jimmy Superfly. I still have it. Uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker uh, figure. Hello? Okay. Hello? Yeah, all right. So so anyway, I still have the, the figure. It's, it's crazy. Uh or of that old what school. I had. I don't have it anymore. I used to have it though. When I was a kid, I had that one. I still have it. I held on to. I held on to those big ones. I, I think it, it's it's tucked away in the. Yeah, but you know what though? I would never sell them anyway. <laughs> yeah, of course. People it's always say that. People always. Uh, yeah, people anything, always. Yeah. 
right. People always uh, always say that. Um, Jimmy Snooker, if you have a favorite match or a moment, well, you've seen Jimmy live, right? You were at that show, correct? I was at, yeah, I was at the show where you were the manager. Right. More, that, was uh, more high sc- that was a long time ago. More high I still school. lived in Staten right, Island. I believe right. that was in 2010. Yeah, because I still lived in Staten Island then. I didn't even know. Yeah, that's, yeah. Imagine. Wow. I didn't even know you lived in Staten Island. That's cool. But anyway, so so uh, yeah, that was a uh, a great night. I was telling because um, we were talking about like my moments and memories. You know, again as a kid, my my first moments of about um about Jimmy was when I don't know. You probably remember this because you being a big wrestling fan. Remember when Jimmy Snuka and and Andre the Giant used to team up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Remember when? Remember Did when Jimmy used to do the super fly fly right off giant? of uh, right off of the shoulders of Andre the oh, Giant? The yeah, onto, yeah, yeah. Onto like the Samo- the wild Samoans. I mean, that to me that was uh, that was that was that was the wrestling that I that was the Jimmy that I remembered. And of course, he had some great. Of course, the, one of the biggest feuds was him against Rowdy Piper. Um, yeah, with the, with the coconut and the pipe is pit that I yeah. had. Yeah, and people could still see that today. And uh, Actually, it's so they funny because my father... Like, uh, they were showing it on like a feed on Facebook earlier, I see. That. That's that cool. I remember, uh, I remember my father, about my father and I, I remember watching it years ago, but my father, um, and I just recently watched it, my father was laughing. And he said to me, I remember, uh, he said to me, I remember um, when you were little watching this. And I can remember your face. You were just horrified by seeing Jimmy Smith get whipped with a belt. <laughs> and I remember Rowdy being just, I, in my head, Rowdy, Rowdy Piper was a monster. Who was like, you know, I'm like, why? I've never, now I can understand when I go and I see the kids today and I see their reactions of stuff that's happening today. I'm like, you ain't seen nothing, you know. That was you want to talk about oh, brutal. Yeah. Seeing Jimmy get whipped, um, but then, then the whole feud with Piper, and stuff, and then you know, of course, I was lucky enough that night in 2010 to talk to Jimmy Snooker in the locker room. I was telling the story earlier that they put Jimmy in a separate locker room because, you know, Jimmy was was wrestling in the in the main event. And, you know, he had to get into the Jimmy Snooker. So, you know, they kind of keep kept him, as they said, like a caged animal. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah. So, but, uh, so so moving on from Jimmy, which with some great memories. I, but I one other memory uh, that I liked, I, I liked, uh, I liked when he went off the top of the cage off the Don Morocco. That was nice. That was a big moment, so. And that was the moment that Mick Foley said, this is what I wanted, too. You know, that's yeah. another thing. Mick Foley, you know, Snooker touched a lot of lives, and I was I touched on this rule earlier. Um, one of the other things I touched on uh, earlier, moving away from it because I got like nine minutes. But anyway, and it's so funny. You always seem to you always used to call about the same time too. You used to call almost like when the show was almost yeah. over. But anyway, nine. Uh, what do you call? It? We have nine minutes left. But I wanted to say too, what's your thought about? What if you watched SmackDown Live last night and you seen uh you know, Shane McMahon you know, in his opening uh like kinda like a seg- a segment 
uh, he announced, you know, the whole deal for Elimination Chamber. And what was your thought about that? I like it. I think it's good. I mean, so so far there's either AJ Styles and Cena that are probably both going to be in that match anyway, no matter who wins mm-hmm. the Royal Rumble. Right, you're gonna have the Miz. In, you're gonna have the Miz in there. Yeah. Who do you, who do you think else they're gonna put in there? I don't even. The there's so guys. much. Yeah, they 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 have a lot. Maybe Randy Dean Orton. Ambrose. Probably like Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose there. probably. Yeah, Ambrose. I was gonna say Ambrose, and uh, but you know what I like about it too that now we know you know we know what's coming up next. We know. You know, we we have we have something to look forward to. We have another plan. They're just not throwing it out there willy nilly. I hate when they do that. Like right after the Royal Rumble and and right before well for Monday Night Raw, I know Fastlane's going to be coming uh, up pretty soon too. That's going to be in March. So and it's like the yeah, WWE, yeah, you know, I was going to ask you too. What's your thought on the the pay per views? Do you like? You know, do you like the that we're having these pay per views? Like okay. I think I wish it was all together personally. Right. Okay. But, but I, you know, the pay per views itself, I, I, you know, I, I like you know. Listen, if you get you get more pay per views, there's nothing wrong with that. You know. Mhm. Yeah, so. because uh, I had a call around before, and we were talking about it, and. My only argument with the brand split, and I love the splits. I think they're 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 good. My only argument is is that say Monday Night Raw comes to New York City, uh, you know, and you get stuck with the Raw guys and your SmackDown guy. But I I do see that they they are putting one in Brooklyn, one in you know they're trying to accommodate the fans. And the other thing I like about it is in 2002 they did the, the they did the split. And yeah. I was saying I never really watched the No Way Out. I, I wouldn't pay thirty four ninety five at the time I believe it was for the pay per views. But nine ninety nine, first of all, you're getting all your stuff, plus you're getting some other good stuff like that UK tournament and and just some great stuff and also you can watch it at your leisure. You know what I'm saying? So it's always there. Whereas remember we had a tape it, D V R it's on the network. We're enjoying the network. That's what I love about the WWE. They, they, they did great with this, and uh, you know, and uh, also I love, I love the direction they're going with. Monday Night Raw I thought was really good, and I thought SmackDown was uh, was really good. And what you think of uh, what you think of um, uh, Mickey James? I thought that was cool. You know, you know what the only thing is. I think the girl who played La Luchador the first night is was different than Mickey James. I don't think that was yeah. Mickey James first night. I, I tell I, you, I, I love like Mickey, I love I Mickey like James heel. Yeah, I was gonna say I love Mickey James uh, heel. Also, yeah. uh, Kurt Angle go also go, Kurt Angle going into the Hall of Fame. Like it? Yeah, love it. Don't that. like it. Yeah, I love it. I, I like actually have a list. I was gonna say I have a. I have a list of potential Hall of Famers. Uh, so far, WWE announced Kurt Angle. So far, there is a there's a rumor. These are rumor names: Diamond Dallas Page, William Regal, Rick Rude, Christian, Mike, uh, Erwin Arshayster Rotunda, The Natural Disasters, Earthquake, and and, and and Typhoon. 
Um, I don't know if they're all going to get in, if they're all rumored. Um, you know, I heard who, of Beth who, Phoenix, too. Yes, Beth Phoenix, that's right. It's Beth Phoenix. Uh, I, I think it's a shame that some of the, the women wrestlers, like Beth Phoenix is going to go in probably, I think, because she lives in Orlando now, but I, I think it's a shame that they would do that. Uh, Rude, Rick Rude's overdue. If they're going to put Rude in. Yeah, yeah, Rude um, of course, be in Of I course, agree. I would love, of course I would to, love to see. Yeah, but China's probably not going to get in right, right, right now. Um, because of what happened in, in her past, and uh, you know, you know it, I wanted to sad. ask you what you thought about. I want to ask you because we I've talked to you about Owen Hart. We both think Owen Hart the whole Hart family feud with the McMahon. That's part of. But what do you think about Jim the Anvil being in a Hall of Fame? I think he should be. A hundred percent. I think the hundred percent. I believe. I, 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 I'm, I'm surprised he's not in now. You know. Yeah. Um. You know. I'm surprised he's not in. I. I believe Jim should be in the Hall of Fame. Um. I remember watching I, I the documentary. Agree. I remember watching the documentary that Bret Hart was saying that the first like, year or two of his career when they came up as our foundation, now the Anvil carried him. Like he didn't even know what he was doing. Yeah. He said. He, yeah, he no, because he couldn't, he couldn't speak. He wasn't he wasn't a uh, promo guy, Brett, and and he let yeah. the anvil carry him. No, the anvil was really cool when it came to, and and also wrestling too. I loved that was uh, my Jimmy favorite. Anvil, my the Hart Foundation was my favorite. Yeah, the Hart Foundation was my was my uh, favorite tag team first, and then of course Demolition. Uh, but that was my favorite tag team, Jim the Anvil. When they when they turned when they turned good, because I didn't like them when they were uh, when they I were bad. I liked the both. I liked it. I big. didn't see. See to me yeah. when you rooted to me when you rooted for a bad guy, it was like rooting for Darth Vader when you went to see Star Wars. You know that <laughs> it was like you can't. How could you root for the bad guy? But growing up and 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 talking to a lot of wrestlers and talking to a lot of fans, they would say that. And then a lot of fans were like, you know, I rooted for Hogan. I rooted for. You know, I rooted for Andre when he was good, when he was bad. Yeah. Now I do that now. Now I find myself rooting for the the bad guys when they were my favorites. Like Triple H is a bad guy. I got to stick with Triple H. You know, I'm not going to go against him. When Hogan went NWO, I stuck with Hogan, and he was the bad guy. And people were like, how could you yeah. like Hogan? Hey, listen, this is the the way the way wrestling is. But I love today's. I love today's wrestling, obviously, and I'm a fan of yesterday's wrestling. And and to me, as long as it it keeps my interest, like I was thinking too, Titus O'Neil, they should do something with him. They should move him probably to NXT. I don't know why he's still there. I mean, he's a good guy. I just don't see any anything going with him. And then they brought Jinder Mahal back, and they have him with Rusev. I don't know. I don't like it. Well, I guess he's with Rusev probably, so you know, like so they could big end zone cast can win, but then then Rusev ain't the one getting pinned. Somebody else is there. To yeah, get well, pinned. that's what it is too. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah, that's why too. But I'm just saying, and uh, and and I love um, and I love I love the outline for the Royal Rumble. I wonder if we're gonna see Angle in the Royal Rumble. Well, this room is know? gonna come back. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors. There's there's rumors. Uh, there's rumors he can come back and take over. Mick Foley's place as the GM. Yeah, there's so many rumors uh, swirling around and and stuff like that. But you know, you never know. You never know. Today, today's wrestling, 
uh, t- you know, today's wrestling is uh, it's all over the place. But well, the Royal Rumble is shaping up to be pretty. It's gonna yeah, be pretty that's good. gonna be. And next week, uh, hopefully next Wednesday night, we're gonna do me and my friend. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna get the uh, handyman, and we're gonna talk all things Royal Rumble. We're gonna talk about Royal Rumbles, new Royal Rumble coming up. We're gonna do a preview for that. That's gonna be pretty. Uh, that's gonna be pretty interesting, though. Um, you know, I I can't wait to see how the Royal Rumble shapes up, and uh, and yeah, it's something to look forward to. You know, it's it's gonna be a good pay per view, and also their theme is to remember uh, the Royal Rumble. You know, don't forget, like like twenty years ago, you know, Psycho Sid versus uh, Shawn Michaels was the main event. And uh, I thought they had a pretty good match, but the whole thing swirled around Stone Cold Steve Austin screwing Bret Hart out of the uh, out of the opportunity. Yeah. In the Royal Rumble, remember that? I don't know if you remember yeah. that Royal Rumble. That was a good Royal Rumble. That Royal Rumble. That we yeah you had crazy stuff going on in that uh, that Royal Rumble. We got to see Kerry Funk. Uh, we got to see Mil Masquerade. That's what I love about the. That's what I love about the Royal Rumble. Yeah, you never know the surprises. Nope, you never know. You never know who's going to be. Just like last year with AJ Styles. I mean, we didn't even know who that was, you know? Yeah. Had no clue who that was. <sighs> but if you are joining me now, Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara, this is episode 90. Right now, we, we are privileged on the line to talk to Mr. Mojo from the sports show. Uh, Anthony, plug your show, and then we got to get out of here. Before I plug my show, I want to give you a compliment. 90 shows, Mike. That's a nice big accomplishment, man. You do a great job with your show. 90 shows is just something else. I'll tell you, i got to give you credit. Mm. I like I, I like when I get credit from you, you know? Maybe my... my uh, yeah, actually, you want to hear? I got a funny story, actually, a quick one. It, it's a, it's about my New York Knicks. Um, <laughs> this is funny. I I bought um, a couple of mugs back in over the summertime, and I use my Nick mug quite often. And today I was washing it, and on the bottom it said, "It's not microwavable safe." <laughs> it's not not microwave safe. And I'm thinking, so I went to my sister and I'm like. Why does it say it's not microwave safe? She says because it's metal. It's got a metal thing. And I never really bought anything metal, but I got these mugs off of Amazon, and that one and the Islander one is metal. And I'm like, if if the knit, I said, if the knit, what if this thing would have short out my microwave and start a fire? I said the I said the Knicks would the I said the Knicks are playing so bad that I would have got screwed over by the by the mug. So now I know. Not to that that it's not microwavable safe, but uh, un- unfortunately. But Anthony, yeah, ninety shows is. I was saying tonight how how we're at ninety already, and uh, uh it just seemed like yesterday when I came yeah. on the nice. when I so came nice. on the network. I mean, uh, before you know it. Yeah, but but you know what's funny though, and and I'm glad that I could tell this the the story the story. The, the the original story went like this. I was with a, I was with another network. I was with another wrestling uh, podcast, and I got that because of a friend of mine. Because I used to call his show just like he used to call my show and, and stuff like that. And I 
I finished with them. I wasn't doing anything. And then, oh, I'm sorry. I That's right. I befriended a I – befri- that's how it started, actually. I became friends through Facebook with a woman that was on Dating Naked. And it turned out to be Riri. And I was was try, trying to get Riri to come on my show so she could promote her stuff. I figured, you know what, we could talk about the Dating Naked. And it was pretty cool. You know, we had a great interview. We talked maybe, I don't know, 30 minutes before. We found out that, you know – She's from Canarsie. I was from Brooklyn. And we, and we talked about stuff. And then when I got done with, with that other station, she said that she was going to be doing a show, you know, a podcast with her sister, and that I should uh, tune in. I said, okay, fine, you know. So I, I called the first show. And then, like, after that, she said, you know, you know, maybe you should do something with us, be our entertainment guy. And then I wanted my own um you know, my own show, and that's how it all started. And then, of course, you know, the big weenie came in, then you came in, um, Chris Kelly's in. I mean, it's, it's, and, and it's such a great network. It is. Yeah, we have a great team. You know, and that's, that's, and that's yeah. how, and that's funny. That's how we all got together. So when I heard, and your show's coming up on 50 soon. Yeah, a couple of weeks. I'm actually going to have. You know, 50. Uh, Good. I'm actually going to have Coco and Wee Wee on that show. They're going to be calling in on that show. That's, uh, that's awesome. Those ladies well are my favorite. Weenie, as well as the big oh, Wee Wee as well is going to be calling My cousin. In. My cousin. You know, I don't know. That's another thing, too. If you listen to some, if you guys go to Totally Driven Radio on Blog Talk or Spreaker or iTunes or Stitcher, listen to a lot of my shows. And one of my shows, Big Weenie called in, and he said that he made me his honorary cousin. And uh, also, he still owes me a pizza from DeFaris. I won on his show, and he said I can collect any time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he said, you know, I forgot about that. But I, I don't get to Brooklyn that much. So uh, if it was in Staten Island, I would have been probably I would have probably eaten the pizza by now. Brooklyn's a, a hard uh, – a hard shake for me these days, but yeah, but but you know, so uh, yeah, your fiftieth show. I was telling everybody before about you, and we were talking about. How I was like, this guy should be on like WFAN. You know, the way you go in and out of sports and change the topics, and you know your stuff. It's like, it's like me with wrestling. You know, once you have it, you never forget certain moments and and and, and stuff like that. But Anthony, I want to thank you, my man, for coming on my show, calling my show. You and I are going to sit down. We're still going to do an interview together. Haven't forgot about it. I've been so busy trying to get this show back on the road, trying to get everything in my family yeah, life taken care know. of. And, you know, it's coming It's coming pretty uh, pretty good, pretty good stuff. But this Saturday you have a show coming up. Take it away. Yeah, it'll be a great show this week. We're going to be previewing the championship games, the NFL, Atlanta, Atlanta Green Bay. And uh, New England Pittsburgh, so we got two great games. We'll be previewing, and uh, I'll be also talking about the Hall of Fame voting today and all that stuff. So, be a lot of stuff: basketball, hockey, yeah. baseball, football, everything. So, so, somebody on somebody on Facebook 
said, congratulations to Marcus Backwell. <laughs> and I was like, really? Back? Marcus Backwell? Oh, I was man. like, you mean I'm, Jeff I'm Backwell from Jeff the killer? Well, from the killer, uh, the killer bees. Remember the killer bees? Uh, Biggio yeah, Backwell. Yeah. Now, they were, uh, there, there was another one, too, who was, it would be, he was good, uh, he was good. But yeah, that's uh that's definitely And my uh, opening rant will be that, very interesting this week. My opening rant will be on um, how mad how upset I am that Vladimir Guerrero didn't get in the Hall of Fame as a first ballot. So that'll be my opening yeah. rant Saturday morning at ten AM. Hey, uh you know what? A lot of people are pissed off at me because I got all four I got all four of my picks this week right. I was like, Wow. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I had to go. I had to go where where my heart and my head was at, and I picked. Uh, I think I did good, obviously, uh, with my picks. I'm so happy the Cowboys are out. Oh, Cowboys are out. I love it. But anyway, and I will talk to you on. If I don't talk to you on Saturday, I got, I got to see what my schedule is. But if I don't give you a call, uh, I'll definitely be listening and try to listen in. Uh, thank you, Without my friend, for calling again. Yeah, and uh, anytime you want to call and, and talk wrestling when I'm on, I'm on uh, so far. It looks like Wednesday night so far. And also, I forgot to tell everybody that the great, the heart rate bond with Smith Hart is coming back. That'll be back soon. You know, Smith out okay. in Canada. Uh, that'll be coming back uh, soon. Soon as, uh, soon as I get some more time, that's what it's all about. It's all about trying to fit in time. And you know how, how time could be, but... Uh, yeah. But yeah, brother. Thank you for calling the show, and I'll talk to you soon. Definitely. Have a good night. Thanks for having me. Uh, you too, brother. Anytime. Uh, All right. That was Anthony Mojo. That, on the, the you know, we we kind of went overtime. That's what it is. Um, so let's get out of here. Thank you for everybody calling tonight. I gotta get out of here. And uh, how about we end it like we started it. Oh, <laughs> stuck. Doesn't look like we're going to get the final farewell that I wanted. I don't know what happened tonight. Oh, boy. Let's see if I could do this. Oh, oh here we go. Oh, I guess, hold on a second. Uh, for people listening at home, We've been having technical difficulties tonight, and uh, I'm trying to end the show. And I want to end it with a good note. Hmm. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, thank you and enjoy the show tonight. So long, farewell, and bye-bye until we meet again. Here we go. Episode 90 done.